Welcome. You're listening to the Empathic and Heart-Driven Podcast with Megan Jean. Here we explore the realm of energy and feelings. We learn how to navigate our path, feel empowered to be who we are, and connect peacefully to our purpose. If you've ever been called sensitive, if you've ever struggled with the fact that you don't do normal, or you're craving the support to step out into the world in a way that aligns with your true self, then this podcast is for you. I've been sitting in a very swirly vibe today, in a bit of bear mode. If you're unfamiliar with what that is, Carly Marie's soul modes is where that term comes from. I speak about that a little bit throughout the podcast. So the first thing I want to say is that bear mode generally makes my speech a lot slower and being a little bit more reflective, I definitely encourage you if that's something that annoys you today, <laughs> if a slower vibe is not what you want to listen to, definitely up the speed on this podcast. That's the first thing. But this is a very powerful podcast and a powerful topic surrounding change and actually listening to what our heart is trying to tell us. Because if you're honestly committed to living a life that is heart-centered and is heart-driven, every so often, or maybe regularly, depends, (laughs) depends on yourself, your heart is going to send you a message, give you an idea, or push you in a direction that feels scary, that feels illogical. And this episode is about listening to those little nudges, taking the leap, and also changing the way that you see change. Because as I'll get into, I believe that we are taught that change is unstable, it's unpredictable, and therefore it's not safe. But what if I told you that changing, pivoting, and listening to your intuition could lead you towards living the life of your dreams. And change in itself is so expansive. It lifts your vibe and it's almost something to embrace daily if you can over the small things and right through to the big things. Listen on because this is a wonderful episode. And I feel like if you're listening to this, maybe there is some very specific messages giving you the answers to things that may be coming up in your life at the moment surrounding intuition, heart-centered messages and change.
when it comes to living a life that is in alignment with who you truly are, one of the key things that I know I'm always trying to get right, but it's a hard thing, is actually listening to your heart. Some people call it heart. Some people call it intuition. Some people call it your guidance. But at the end of the day, it is the messages that come through with your highest good in mind. And it's not always logical. In fact, most of the time, it is not logical. (laughs) When we do decide to listen to what our heart is telling us, though, this is where you get to live the life of your dreams. And even when things don't tend to work out the way that you thought they would initially, trust me when I say to trust the universe that those things that don't work out are actually working out because they're probably teaching you a very valuable lesson that you need in your toolbox to take forward to the next step or they're something to draw inspiration from in times to come or maybe they're just proof that you can get through anything. As a sensitive person though, I guess Listening to this type of intuition, quite often it's asking us to change something. And I don't know about you, but I don't particularly like change. Change feels scary. Change is unpredictable. I think that's why so many of us are prepared to stay in the current state that we're in even if it is feeling terrible. Some of us say, oh gosh, I'm stuck or I'm so overwhelmed or or whatever. And yet the prospect of change sends us straight back to that stuck box or straight back to that overwhelmed box. And we'll happily sit there, whether we're aware of it or not, because the change feels too great. So, Being sensitive, like I just mentioned before, you know, I can't help but think of someone like my little boy who is on the spectrum. He does have autism. So much of his routine and the predictability that he really thrives off in life is is something that I can relate to, too. I do believe many people say this, but we are all on the same spectrum. It's just where we sit on that spectrum that differs from person to person. So having predictability, I know I like it. I know many people like it. But it begs the question for everybody. It doesn't have to just be the spectrum. Change is something that we're taught is probably a bad thing. We want stability in life. We want to know where we're going. We want to have that security of the stable job and the stable income. 
and we want to have the pleasure of pleasing our parents or even ourselves, our own expectations. But where did those expectations come from? I guess that's an important question that needs to be asked, right? So eventually the day comes where your heart starts speaking. Maybe you are going through a bit of a rough patch or maybe you're really thinking, is there more to life? If you listen, your heart does start to speak. It's more the case of whether you like what you're hearing that is (laughs) the question. (laughs) I know my heart's been telling me to do something very specific lately and it feels scary. It feels different. It's going to leave me vulnerable. It's going to challenge me. And I just don't know what the outcome will be. And so have I listened to it? Uh, no, not yet. I keep listening and entertaining the ideas, but I'm not necessarily putting any action towards them. This is the whole reason I've been reflecting on this today. This is what has got me channeling almost this, this message to bring to you today. And I think the main thing that I've concluded on is that change is pure expansion. That's what it is. It is a shift. It is a shift in our energy. And as a result, it makes the stuck unstuck. It makes for great overwhelm to think about it. But the minute you get to that climax where you decide to step into the unknown, it will raise you. We definitely incarnate on this planet with a very specific purpose. And I don't think it's something that people need to get too hung up on. If you believe that we come back and we live many, many different lives, I know I do. I had a life path reading with Kasha Burke. She said, I've been here 400 times. I feel that. I have no doubt in my mind, in my body, in my soul that that is true because I just, I just know it. <laughs> I just know it like I've got five fingers and five toes. <laughs> but we have plenty of time and plenty of lifetimes to learn our lessons, and live out our purposes. Your heart knows your purpose. And that is why, even if you try to stop it, even if you try to quieten it, even if you try to shut it out with logic and with the the ticking of the boxes. No, I, I lived up to my parents' expectations or I did the societal thing. I got the good job. I've got the good car. I've, I've done all the things I was meant to do, did the degree and, and now have the, the, the life that I'm meant to have. Your heart will still be calling you. It'll still be knocking on your door, whether you are listening or not. I believe eventually... The universe intervenes. You know, sometimes, and you maybe you relate to this, that 
something happens and you are given this circumstance, this opportunity or this crossroad to paths that you can't even understand how, how all these series of events conspired together to bring you to that point, right? It's happened to me a few times in my life. But whether your life has been textbook successful or not, up until this date, your heart still calls you. Your heart still knocks. And it knows what your purpose is. It knows what your gifts are. But you've come here to, to deliver to this time, to this space. It knows what kind of impact that you are here to impart on the world. And in a world where we live by our logic, in a world where, let's be honest, as much as we don't want to admit it, most of us would say our ego has the driving wheel, the steering wheel. <laughs> I'm really good at muddling up my sayings. Our ego has the steering wheel. For those of you who don't know what the ego is, it is that part in you that is originally designed to keep you safe. Your ego is constantly on the lookout for threats. So in essence, it will be there to talk you out of any crazy ideas it will be there to tell you, no, 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 we have stability here. We ain't going to listen to that crazy harebrained idea of yours coming from God knows where. <laughs> and it's your heart. And there's kind of this, you know, little bit of a battle that goes on between our ego and our heart center that's trying to pull us in a few different directions at times to bring out our potential to do what's great for our highest good but I guess they both have different ideas on what actually is your best option what is for your highest good the cool thing is is that we come here we incarnate we we come to this earth knowing that we have free will so nothing you ever do is wrong I once read in a book that, or maybe I heard it on a podcast, <laughs> I've heard it from many different places, that in the energetic field, there is no such thing as right or wrong. At the end of the day, everything we do in our life, it is simply data when energy is concerned, you know. <laughs> and and, and I, I guess I'm comforted by that fact. Because there is no right or wrong on a real grand scale in the real scheme of things. So we can have our free will. We can do what we want. But as I said, your heart always calls you. Your heart always knocks. It sends you little nudges. That's what it's like. And... If those nudges feel so unbelievable, like, no, I, I, I couldn't do that. That's crazy. Have you ever considered that these nudges could 
be, you know, they could be trying to lead you towards the pathway which will give you that life of your dreams. Now, I guess a life beyond your wildest dreams, you know, that kind of saying is exactly that. It's the kind of life you could never imagine for yourself. And I guess if we use the word dreams in its positive uh, connotation that we have of it, to say that you live a life of your dreams implies that it would be very grand, wouldn't it? It would be amazing. I mean, just stop right now and think, like, what would a life look like that is beyond my wildest dreams? I mean, probably you would say, I I don't even know. <laughs> I've got rough ideas, but I can't tell you because obviously it's beyond what I would know. Your heart knows. Your heart knows how to get you there. But do you listen? Do you heed these nudges? Let's just talk about dreams for a second, though, because dreams are not logical, right? Actual dreams. If you go to bed and you remember dreaming of being in your house, how many times have you woken up going, I knew I was in my house, but it definitely was not my house. It was some other house. Never seen that house before. <laughs> Those times where you maybe were... Uh, you know, oh, I was driving in a car and I was driving to work. But you know, in that dream, it wasn't your car. And maybe even you weren't even driving to your actual work. Everything is different. Now, we wake up from our dreams. And of course, you can laugh at how illogical they are, how unrealistic they are. But you don't question it, right? You're not looking at a dream from a logical frame of mind. You're not trying to be rational and go, well, why did I think of that space that I've never seen before? You're not going to do that. No one does that. <laughs> Maybe you do a bit of dream interpretation if it's quite poignant, but we don't really think very much about our dreams. We don't remember them most of the time. <laughs> well, when you think about it, Quite often, these nudges, if you know what I'm talking about, they feel like a dream. They feel like to pull off what it's actually asking of you. Uh, well, I'll, I'll be living in topsy-turvy land. I'll be living like I'm in a dream, right? It's ridiculous. I can't do that. I can't turn my back on everything. And I'm not advocating that you do, of course. <laughs> Remember, you've got free will. But let's just consider the fact that these nudges from your heart could be, I'm certain they are, they, they definitely could be something that is asking you to change, to pivot, and to draw in this energy that is set to send you on a complete expansive course on an expansive adventure that very well leads to occurrences or situations 
that are beyond your wildest dreams. And even if it feels like it's something that's less than what you already have in your life, it just might bring you a step closer to being happy, to being whole, to being fulfilled. You know, that's why a lot of us are anchored in what we already have. We are stuck because, you know, you're not going to leave a corporate job and go and live on a farm or you're not going to give up, you know, the, the things that you're doing and become an artist and live out in the country or something. Like, it just, no way. I, I can't. I've got too much, you know, I can't. I guess that's the bigger, biggest um, drainer, isn't it, <laughs> of dreams. Puts you back in reality, doesn't it? But I honestly believe it's it's the number one reason why so many people probably do suffer with mental health problems. They probably feel very torn and almost feel like they are being ungrateful for what they have for a life that seems from the outside or, or by any accounts, you know, anyone else would would absolutely want what they have. But when they're honest with themselves, maybe you can relate to this too. You you come to a point where you go, I may have what I have, but it doesn't make me happy. I feel ashamed to admit out loud that what I have doesn't make me happy. But then you suddenly listen to your heart and you can hear it. it it's, it's an obvious message, an obvious voice that you've been told over and over again on what to do as your next step. Would you ever be game enough to try it or take it? When I was thinking about this today, I sort of channeled this vision and it was like, if you choose not to listen to these little nudges that are coming from your heart, it's like you are jumping out of a river and you are standing stationary on the riverbank. I mean, imagine yourself, you know, you're floating along and by whatever reason you, you jump out and you think, no, 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 I've got to get out of here. I've just got to stand here. What are you doing? Yeah, you're, you're stationary. You're standing there. Feeling stuck maybe, hey? <laughs> but to listen to that voice, to listen to that calling, to listen to that nudge, that would be the equivalent of actually jumping back into that river and simply allowing yourself to float downstream. Now, nobody says that it's going to be a smooth ride. Nobody guarantees that you're not going to come across a few obstacles. But you feel like you're in motion and you feel held by the water that is beneath you. It's flow. It's meant to be, and it's taking you on your journey. It's, it's guiding you down your path. 
Think about the you that is standing on the riverbank though. Like I said, it's no wonder we feel stuck when we're not listening to our heart. It's because you are literally stationary, standing there. It's no wonder that we feel a sense of overwhelm because you are standing there on that riverbank, on that shoreline, and you are watching the water just rippling past you. It, it's almost like the, the, the gravity of it all, the expansiveness of this body of water. It's, it's, you're looking at it all and it's, it's almost like an anxious feeling that you're not in there. And it's no wonder that we also feel less than or comparative in our ways when we're standing there stationary. Because probably from that viewpoint, you might be seeing other people floating by down that river. The hard thing with comparison is that the people that would be floating down this metaphorical river we're talking about, you know, they have already gone through this state of of pause and they have already worked through whatever they had to work through to be able to take that leap into that flowing river. And so it's very hard to compare because probably what they've had to do to get to this point, there's still some steps for you to take too. But you can't ever feel those comparative vibes because they have already done the work. And yeah, they had the courage to leap, right? And you know what? You can too. There is actually nothing stopping you other than the energetic walls that you put up around yourself. To change is to expand. To change is to up-level. To pivot is to bring in an up-level to your vibration. It's a new beginning, right? So I get it. You can't change things every day on a large scale. Yes, you can't change your job every day, you can't change your home every day, you can't change your friendship group every day, I get that, like, it's not necessary. But one thing you can change is the way that you see yourself and the way you see the world. You can change the labels that surround you one by one. You can pick them off because I believe that the labels that we've been brought up to believe in, the labels that we are energetically plugged into, definitely go back and listen to my episode on energetic plugins a little bit earlier in the the series. But you can actually work towards doing that inner work. 
there you go. There's another plug <laughs> for another episode. Mindset versus inner work. I'm telling you, everything that I talk about, it's all intertwined. It's all about being empathic and heart-driven. <laughs> but doing that mindset work and changing the way that you view things can actually be the energetic upgrade and the pivot which makes all the difference to all the other facets of your life. You know, one of the things about my husband and I, we've been living in the house that we've lived in here, where I am, where I'm recording this podcast, for nearly 10 years now. Now, this house, it was never going to be our forever home and it probably still isn't. We bought it as our first house. We, we built it, actually. We, we bought the land and we, we built the house. We chose the design. It was all very exciting. We moved to a suburb that was affordable at the time, but it just never felt like where we were going to land. It just felt like the first point, the stepping stone. And I must say, uh, it's crazy to admit this, but it's literally only this year, we've nearly been here for 10 years, that I have felt like this is my home. We always had these grand plans, oh, we're going to move. So I guess I just never really wanted to think that this is where my life was going to be for a long period of time. But this year, I guess with the COVID situation and reevaluation of everything, I've really changed my mindset. While we always thought, oh, you know, we'll move to a bigger house and we'll have a bigger block of land and this house isn't good enough and, you know, I have been able to change everything that I think about it. This house we're in has everything we need. It's in a beautiful location that's accessible to, to many different amenities and things like that, you know, all the shops and the public transport, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that's not what this podcast is about, but it's, it's nothing's changed, right? Haven't, uh, haven't done anything different, but we've allowed ourselves to change the way we think about this place and to break the labels that were, were holding us back from loving where we lived. You know, that this isn't a really good suburb. Well, you know what? I'm loving it. It's fine now. In my mind, I change that. And this house isn't big enough. You know what? It does everything that we need it to do. And we've all got our spaces to be ourselves. There's not enough land. There's not enough big backyard. Well, you know what? What we have got We've been able to create some nice little little spaces outside and it's perfect. I really can say that. It's perfect. The house hasn't changed, but the label has, the mindset has. So all of a sudden, I have made an energetic shift. I have pivoted and I have 
expanded. And you want to know something else? As a result, it feels like there is just a connection to that pivot and all the abundance that has flown in as a result. We've never felt like we've been able to afford to do much to this house. But I promise you the first thing that came this year was our acceptance, changing the labels, changing the way we felt. And all of a sudden, we were then in a position to make little improvements and actually make this place an even better place to live in. (laughs) It's so bizarre. So hopefully that's helped you. And I I say, if you change the labels, it, it, it does make a big difference. You can definitely change your moods and you can shift through the hard stuff that comes up for you because I know there is some things that we just think there's no way that I can ever get over this or that. But you can because you can simply make a conscious choice that you choose better for yourself. And you can definitely change your subconscious by installing new beliefs, being really in tune with what comes up on the inside, the things that you feel towards certain situations or certain stories that you have in your life and do that inner work to change it. Definitely, I invite you to listen to the previous episode, Subconscious Beliefs. I delve a lot deeper into that in the previous episode. Each pivot, each move you make towards change, it's it's like you are peeling back the curtains and you are letting some air into your energetic space. It's like you're letting some light into your energetic space. And I guess that's just the biggest shift that I've had in this last week or so, really sitting in this space of change and trying to change, (laughs) sorry, change (laughs) the way I feel about it, change the way I feel about change. (laughs) Because it is not some scary thing that means that your life won't be stable. It doesn't mean you lose control. It honestly does the opposite. It fully expands you. It grows you. It up-levels you. It up-levels your vibration. And where a lot of the time... I guess we're, we're running away from it for fear of consequence or whatever it brings. What if you could change the way you thought about it so it's an opportunity for you to embody the life that you absolutely know on a deep level, if not on a conscious level, hopefully, (laughs) you know, embody that life that you deserve, the life that your heart 
is nudging you towards living the life beyond your wildest dreams. That's what it really is to live a life that is heart-driven. It comes from knowing yourself, loving yourself and accepting yourself. And when you know, love and accept yourself, life gets to be sparkly, doesn't it? So what's the change you're going to make? I'm Megan Jean, and from the bottom of my heart, I truly thank you for joining me on the Empathic and Heart Driven podcast. You can find me at meganjean.com, and I'm known as Ms. Megan Jean on all social media. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, review. It's going to help other people just like you to find this beautiful energetic container. I look forward to chatting with you next time. Until then, make sure you keep sparkling, okay? Okay.